0: Hey guys, welcome back from spring break. I'm going to start back reading with chapter 28. The quote from Isaiah is, A bird in the hand is better than a mouse in the mouth. Beginning of the chapter. I don't mean to whine, but life in suburbia is fast becoming downright irritating. I'm attempting to scamper home to the Brophy's ramshackle abode from my new friend Haley's house when I see something on the lawn in front of me that makes me tremble in fear. The shadow of a wingspan. Another bird is directly overhead, sizing me up for dinner. It's a red-tailed hawk, to be precise. I recognize it from the fringe of fingertip-like feathers at the edges of its silhouette. We mice are big on memorizing the telltale shape of bird shadows. And a red-tailed hawk is one we fear more than any other. They eat rats, squirrels, rabbits. They even eat other birds. We mice are mere appetizers. I run faster. The hawk's shadow looms larger, only now it's tucked its wings closer to its body because, oh no, it's dive-bombing me. It's zooming straight at me. I believe I would be out of my mind petrified right now, but unfortunately, I don't have the time. Dear Mouse God, please help. It's close and coming closer. With a painful clamp, the hawk snags me in its beak. I close my eyes. Goodbye, beautiful world. I really would have liked to see my family just one more time. Perhaps if I am very lucky, the angels in mouse heaven will sing as sweetly as Michaela, and there won't be any killer cats or yappy dogs or red-tailed hawks either. As I'm waiting for the snap of the beak, the chomp and the crunch that will signify the end of this life, I feel a weird weightless sensation. I also feel the grass disappear from under my feet. The hawk isn't gobbling me down in two swift gulps because, surprise, it's carrying me skyward. I pry open one terrified eye. I'm flying. Flying is magnificent. Something I've only ever done in my dreams. But since they were my dreams, there wasn't a mouse-munching bird of prey along the, for the ride. As there is in this nightmare. Suddenly, we are climbing higher and higher, faster and faster, Oh no! My whiskers are flapping in the breeze. My blue fur is ruffling furiously. For once, I'm glad I probably taste so good that the hawk won't drop me, because it's a long way down to the ground. Then the hawk angles its wings. Now we're plummeting even faster than we climbed. Down, down, down. We're swooping into the branches of a leafy oak tree. The leaves slap and flap at us as we plunge through their green darkness. And then the hawk opens its jaws. I drop like a rock without a parachute. For a second, I wonder if the hawk is playing with me like that evil cat Lucifer did, dropping and catching me like a toy. But no, the hawk is sailing away, leaving me to plummet all by myself. My descent becomes extremely rapid. I'm the one dive-bombing now, straight for a bumpy crook of a tree branch. And knowing what I know about physics, hitting that hard branch will shatter every single bone in my tiny mouse body. Chapter 29 If it's not one thing, it's somebody's mother. It's a miracle. I don't die. My body doesn't slam into the rock card branch. I make a soft landing. Instead of hitting the gnarly tree limbs, I land in a nicely woven basket of twigs and straw and fluffy stuff. Well played, I want to say to the hawk, feeling giddy with relief and happiness. A perfect shot! Goal! But then I hear a frenzied chorus of chirping. Uh Uh-oh. I turn around. I'm surrounded by fuzzy chicks with their mouths wide open. This close up, they look like hungry dinosaurs made out of snow. I realize far too late why the marauding hawk just dropped me here. I'm in its nest, and I'm to be supper for its fuzzy-headed, big-eyed babies. How very maternal of the hawk, to go out and fetch supper for its chicks. Her instinct to nurture newborn life is very touching. Unless, of course, you happen to be the supper. One of the cute little hawk chicks actually lunges at me. His instincts are kicking in, too. Baby see mouse, baby eat mouse. I dodge his beak. He snaps nothing but air as I scoot to the edge of the nest. Now two of the other chicks shuffled forward and bob their pointy beaks at me. I shout one of the first human words I ever mastered. Stop! Oops, I think I scared them. All the chicks start chirping and crying. I have to cover my ears. Their screeches and squawks are more piercing than than anything I've ever heard inside a mouse nursery, even right before nap time. While the baby birds are busy shrieking about the mean, yelling mouse their mommy dropped into their playpen, I seize my moment. i hop out of the nest and sink my claws into the bark of a nearby branch. Oak bark is good for scampering lots of traction. I scoot along that branch, jump to another, and continue laddering my way down from the tree. Moving quickly, I always seem to run faster when I know I'm running for my life. I reach the ground in 20 very rapid heartbeats. I can see the Brophy house. It's such a mess. It's hard to miss. There's a pickup truck parked in the driveway. It has some kind of low roof on its back like a turtle shell. "'I suppose this means Mr. Brophy is home "'and that the family will soon be dropping "'mass quantities of incredible edibles "'under the dining room table again.' "'I scurry across the street. "'Did I mention how downright irritating "'life in suburbia is quickly becoming? "'Because guess what's racing across the roadway with me? "'That's right, the same winged shadow. "'Mommy Hawk is after me again. "'No do-overs, I want to scream, but I don't. "'I'm too busy hightailing it to safety.' Fortunately, the brofies aren't big on mowing their lawn. The swaying grass has grown nearly as high as their porch. It's like their own private wheat field. The circling red-tailed hawk, even with its excellent vision, loses sight of me as I slowly crawl, crawl along on my belly. There is also a nice breeze blowing that makes the whole field of weeds sway like waves in the ocean. My movements aren't giving away my position. Mommy Hawk abandons her quest. I see her soar off, searching for fresh prey. Maybe I will live to see another day. Then again, maybe not. When you're a mouse, your chances for survival on any given day are always a little iffy.